Alright, Bailey. It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Alright, Benjamin. Introduce yourself to the okay. stoners one more time. Hello, my name is Bailey. I'm Benjamin. And we are the Weed Smoking Podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You, you're the one who usually does the intros. I don't know what to say. Sorry, it's a little loud outside tonight. So We're doing a little windy. night recording session. Yes. We Our schedules haven't been lining up really nicely it's the past little bit. You've been getting all opening shifts and I've been getting all closing shifts. Yeah, I know. It's a little disappointing. <laughs> For me? <laughs> well, for me also. I like smoking with you, Bailey. Okay. Remember that snap I sent yesterday? With the weird filter of, like, when you work opposite shifts right? from your smoking buddy? Genuine, genuine feelings of sadness. Um, what but, are we talking about today, Benjamin? Well, um, so we thought it would be fun to do, uh, like, a little interesting tidbits about cannabis. Maybe, like, a little jaunt through history. Uh, I really like history. I know, you're (laughs) going to school for it. (laughs) You've gone to school a lot. (laughs) I have gone to school a lot for it. If anyone didn't know, I'm eventually going to be a history teacher. So this kind of stuff, along with the topic of cannabis, really makes me interested. Yeah, it's like the perfect perfect melding of both your worlds. Exactly. Um, Start us off with... A fun little tidbit. Well, I'm gonna take a fat bong rip. Alright, we are both smoking Pink Baba by Wagner's tonight also. It is... Absolutely fantastic. Pink Kush and Baba Kush together, and it's phenomenal. Good job, Wagner's. Yeah. <coughs> Anyways, um, did you know that when Tupac died, his friends mixed his ashes with weed and smoked them? Uh, so I did hear something about this. Um, I heard they rolled, like, absolute units Oh, I'm not joint, surprised. Which doesn't surprise me, but, like, the cannabis to ash ratio is, like, what I think it is. I feel like that's a little weird. Yeah, a little? Uh, I think that's very weird, considering you're inhaling the ashes of a dead body. Right. Also, I, I bet that was a really harsh <laughs> joint. Uh, I understand the sentiment behind it. And I appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's just it's a little just, weird. Don't do that. I wouldn't ask you to do that. Yeah, don't do it with my ashes. That's weird. No. Um, I... So you sent me a BuzzFeed article. I did. With some interesting tidbits. Um, the term... This is number three. Yes. On uh, 17 fascinating weed facts. Uh, number three is the term marijuana has pretty... Racist origins. By pretty, you mean by pretty, literally, I mean, uh, exactly racist origins. Incredibly racist <laughs> origins. Um, but what I didn't know is that the guy who like kind of spearheaded the push to make cannabis. Uh, mm, I don't know how to word this. Like the guy who basically was like. We could make this an attack against black people. Do you want to hear some quotes from him? Uh, yes. Okay, so this guy's name is Harry Aslinger. Anslinger. Oh, I was going to be like, wow, the with first, that last name, he can't talk. The first head of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. 
So back in the 30s, he claimed that weed would lead to jazz, which he deemed satanic. Yep. Um, and that it would make white women want to have sex with people of color. And he also once said that <coughs> reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men. And I think that is absolutely disgusting. Yep. And then uh, they labeled it marijuana with an H because they wanted it to also be associated yep. with Mexican immigrants. Yep. And then later on, coca cocaine was kind of attributed towards people of color. Yeah. Well, like, the crack em epidemic of the yeah. 80s that, like, decimated inner cities in America. Yep. It's all oh, funded racism. by the CIA. Racism <laughs> to... and drugs, man. Man, it is... It's wild to me that, like, people can think that way. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't either. But, on a on different... Happier uh, note. Like, a lighter note... Um, something that I'm also interested in is uh, reading and English. And You've been going to school for a long, for a long time from it. <laughs> uh, seven years to be exact. Anyways, um, did you know that William Shakespeare actually smoked cannabis and his pipe had fragments of cannabis re residue in it? Ooh. I mean... Uh... It makes sense. It makes sense. I wouldn't have, like, thought about it before you said it, but as soon as you say it, it's like, oh, yeah, William Shakespeare was totally high. 100%. Writing some of his plays. I have Have you read... seen, like, you probably have, but, like, a live performance of A Midsummer Night's Dream? Yes. Dude was tripping. <laughs> 100%. Also... I have literally read almost every single one yeah. of his plays, it feels like, at least. <laughs> So, yeah. Also, um, just as a side note, Midsummer's Night Dream is, like, a really good play. And I saw it, like, in professional production of it in, like, my last year of high school, I think. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It was fantastic. If you ever have a chance to go see, like, Shakespeare in theater, give it a shot. You'd be pleasantly surprised. I, well, like, they have the Shakespeare whatever it is called. What's Shakespeare called? in the Park? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Where they do, like, live performances. I've been there. Anyways. Question, then. Did Answer. Did you know where the term 420 came from? Oh, okay. I actually do know this. Did you read the article ahead of time? No, I knew this beforehand. Okay. But would you like to read the article? Yes, I would love to read the article. Okay, this is... Uh... <laughs> so, in 1971... A group of five teenagers in California who called themselves the Waldos would meet near a wall. Mm. Yeah, get it. Get it. At their school at 420 after school to get high. So then 420 became their code word. And then it ended up just catching on. Keep in mind, this is all according to a, like Buzz a couple article. BuzzFeed articles and shit like that. So like... Um. So, it was actually a couple of MIT students, or Caltech students, I can't remember... They could have been 19. Yeah. That's still a teenager. That's still a teen. Um, they also used to, uh, I think, sell it on the side, and 420 was, like, the code designated for, like, hey, I need weed, or hey, there's weed here. 
horrid sweet mm-hmm. time. And I think that the fact that five stoners in university can like become so ingrained in weed history, it gives us hope. Right. Because we're just a couple of stoners <laughs> just doing shit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe fair we'll enough. become ingrained in weed history. You know, speaking of weed history. Ooh, good segue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I worked on that for like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> so in the early 1970s, Stanford student, um, students bought a, a bags of weed from MIT students. This means that the first ever sold product online was cannabis. Damn. Ever. I must have missed that bulletin point. This is a different article. Oh. Man, if the first online purchase was actually cannabis, if that's the real deal, that is amazing. I love that so much. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that that would be fun. Mm -hmm. I mean... (sighs) It's a fun thought. It's just weird. Like, it's wild to me that, like, cannabis has been around for, like, 12,000-ish years. And for the most part of human history, it's been really ingrained in society. And it's just and been it's a no only, big deal. And it's only been in the last, like, hundred years where shit's gotten real serious about it. Yeah, there is literally no reason for it to be not illegal. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, it makes zero sense. <clears throat> but did you also know that Bob Marley was buried with a nug of weed? Ooh. In specific, he was buried with his red Gibson guitar, cannabis bud, and a Bible open to the 23rd Psalms, which reads, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He lies me down in a green pastures. Green pastures? Mm-hmm. Green pastures. I want to know what nug he was buried with. I don't know but that one, but... Um, here's a fun uh, uh, cannabis geography fact okay. or statistics fact. All right. Um, how, what percentage of the population of like Jamaica? Jamaica is pretty weed central. What or percent of their yeah? What percent of the population do you think smokes weed there? In Jamaica? Yeah. It's probably more than fifty. Are you ready for the number? It's probably like 70 or 80, isn't it? Are you ready for the number? Yes. 9.8%. Really? Yeah. Uh, Society has made it seem like it's far more. There is one country who uses more. Iceland. Iceland. (laughs) What do they add? Does it say? 18.3%. So a significant amount more. I was thinking the Netherlands. Man, I feel like Netherlands weed is very touristy. I hear it's not great. Well, I hear it's it closer be, to like hemp. Well, it can be sold in like coffee shops and stuff like that, and edibles and stuff. Mm. Interesting. Did you know that there are more uh, cannabis shops in the city of Los Angeles and in the state of Colorado than there is? Starbucks is in those places? No way. 
Yes, way. Man, there's a Starbucks on literally every corner. I know. I've been to LA. <laughs> there's Starbucks <laughs> literally everywhere. But apparently there's also cannabis shops literally everywhere. Man. You guys in LA, if you're listening. I'm killing it. Good job. Um, send me some of that good shit also. If anybody from LA is listening, I wanna I wanna taste some California Kush. Let me have it. Not only that, but Uruguay became the first country in the world to legalize growing, selling, and consuming cannabis in 2013. Ooh, good job, Uruguay. Mhm. <laughs> also, obviously, George Washington grew and smoked cannabis. Oh, all of the founding fathers did that. Very much so. Um, I also heard something that's on this BuzzFeed article that I don't know if it's true, but it's very interesting. Um, apparently, sniffing or nibbling black peppercorns oh, yeah. can help bring you down from a high. I think that's a very interesting thought, because I, I don't know, I feel like I'm not surprised. Like, I feel like that would definitely see uh, help, at least. I don't know how that would help. How does that bring you down from a high? Because I think it shocks you out of it. <laughs> we just need to snort, like, the peppercorns. I'm not snorting peppercorns with you. That's a terrible idea. I'm not doing it. You are. Listen, we don't condone snorting peppercorns. But don't if you that. happen to snort them, let us let know, us know what it was like. But don't actually. But don't actually. <laughs> So, let's talk a little bit about the history of the wonderful plant called cannabis. I do love history. I will will first start by saying that hemp is literally one of the most useful things in the world. Man. It literally can be used for anything. anything. It can be be used for building buildings. I know. And then it can be used for making clothes. Paper, sails, rope. Right. Food. Ugh. It's just... A ridiculous amount of uses it can have. Right? I... I think if we lived in a very hemp-based world, I think a lot of issues that we're having as a society... Like with waste and things like that, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't be issues. Interesting. Um, did you know that in the early 1600s, Virginia, Massachusetts, and Connecticut colonies required to grow hemp by all their farmers oh wow all of them were required so obviously they had very 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 low levels of thc because you know it's actually more hemp than it is anything else but there are evidence of ancient cultures using like the thc as like a psychoactive property which is really interesting because then people have been getting high for a long long time. time Well, like, um, didn't, like, the oracle in ancient Greece, weren't they essentially just sitting in a hot box all day? Yeah. And that's where, like, their visions came from? But, um, they used to sit with, like, smoldering cannabis seeds and, like, plants and just, like, inhale the smoke from it. Ooh, from the seeds? Yes. I don't feel like that's a great way to get high. Well, I mean, whatever you got, you know? I guess. 
Get your shit together, ancient people. But, yeah. Come do some dabs with me. Also, like, hashish and things like that, like hash. Oh, yeah. Has been around for a long time, too. That's true. But, um, that definitely came from the Middle East and parts of Asia. And apparently, the rise of its popularity corresponded with the spread of Islam in the region. Because the Quran forbid the use of alcohol and some other intoxicating substances, but did not prohibit cannabis. I mean, uh... Which, (coughs) fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Screw alcohol, you don't need it. Listen, I would much rather um, get high at this point in my life than get drunk. I 100%. It's just a more pleasant time. Everything is nice. It's not like and the you're next, out of it. Exactly. And the next day, I don't... The next okay. day, I don't feel like garbage. Yeah, I just almost tipped over my bong. I didn't even see that. Sorry, Ooh. I was looking away. I almost pulled a Bailey. <laughs> Excuse. <laughs> that was rude. Man, Bailey, in the last month, two months, three months, how many bongs have you killed? I don't want to think about that number. <laughs> I just briefly thought about it, and it was over three, and I didn't like that. (laughs) Well, then my my jab was very well placed. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad we're... You're rude. (laughs) I was just going to say, I'm really glad we're friends, (laughs) and I can tease you about this. Right? For everybody else's entertainment. (laughs) I know, I understand. I understand more than you do. It's painful, uh, I promise. Don't be clumsy if you can. Man. <clears throat> I feel like getting high also accentuates the clumsiness, too. That's which true. doesn't help breaking bongs and stuff. That's I will true. say, both of the times I did break Amber, I was sober. So. Oh. Um, anyways. Um... Man, I feel like I should be talking about some shit so that you can get high, but also you're a really good teacher and history. Mm. I just want to learn. Oh boy. What do I got? Medical medical cannabis has been used for a long time as well. That's true. It actually was started to be used as medicinal benefits, but then people realized (laughs) that it was fun. So then, they just did it for recreational use after. I mean, uh, cannabis is very fun. Which, I mean, <clears throat> yes. I do use it for medicinal benefits myself. But also... <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's very good. So, I was reading something that... I don't know if it's true. Um, but apparently, you can eat cannabis raw. Yes, but you and, don't get high. Yeah. So it's only if you want to partake in the medical benefits that the cannabis plant has to offer. The THC needs to be activated in order for it to get you high. Yeah. It needs to be activated through some sort of heat solution. Yes. Um, But man, could you imagine just eating a raw nug? Well, no, I don't think that's kind of what they were thinking. I think they were meaning like the green... 
parts of the plant, you know, not dried. Mm, I don't know, man. That's not what it's leading me to believe. I mean, go ahead and eat a raw nut all you want. Oh, no, but I don't I... feel like that's going to give you the benefits. I feel like if you eat fresh marijuana plants, like, and put it in your salad or something, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they're talking about. Ooh, man. I'd toss a in our, fan leaf in there. In our um, cat cafe that we build after this podcast takes off, we should have, have a salad a, uh, a with cannabis salad. a cannabis out. But not psychoactive. It. Yeah. It'll just be... We could have a CBD vinaigrette. Ooh, fancy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um... <clears throat> In our cat cafe idea, the dispensary could be right next door in, like, mm-hmm. the little strip mall. And uh, if people like it, we could be like, well, you should just walk next door and get some rolling stuff. You are right. <laughs> um, all right. Here's an interesting fact. Okay. So THC and CBD mm-hmm. are cannabinoids. Yes. Which is the chemical compounds that make up a cannabis plant. But did you know that cannabis has over 120 cannabinoids? I'm not surprised. That is a A lot. A very large number. Um, And, like, really it's only been recently, like in the past year, that we're starting to, like, discover how to use Mm -hmm. all those different cannabinoids. And I'm very excited to see what, like, the next five years of cannabis research can bring out of that. I 100% agree. I think that it's become a long ways in the last, like, yeah, like two, three years, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, it hasn't been a very long time. But I think that cannabis is far more complicated than anyone can really understand. I don't know. I gotta believe there are some smart people in the future. No, that no, no can I'm not saying out. that they won't understand it in the future oh i'm just saying saying. it's extremely complicated that it's hard to understand um yes but cannabis or marijuana for recreational purposes wasn't widely used until the early 1900s when mexican immigrants came to the united states uh during the mexican revolution and then introduced recreational practice of smoking cannabis. Um, But during the (coughs) Great Depression, it had some resentment of Mexican immigrants and had started to become the public fear of what we were talking about, of Uh, like, you know, evil. Um, But then, so the prohibition right after that ended up like getting rid of all intoxicants and stuff like that yeah so then by that time 29 states had outlawed the cannabis by 1931 wow. which meant um no alcohol no cannabis all that kind of stuff so then i'm thinking what happened is cannabis just was never unoutlawed <laughs> and alcohol was for whatever reason because i feel like it's worse but there was actually a marijuana tax act that came in place in 1937 that criminalized marijuana nationwide in the United States. 
Wow. So then it imposed a tax on the sale, possession, transfer of hemp and uh, any sort of permalizing of all industries, which literally hemp is so useful. Yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> circling back. It was a dumb decision. Man, no, <coughs> no weed and no alcohol. No wonder it was called the Great right? Depression. No weed, no alcohol, and no also, money. Also, no money. <laughs> what a what a terrible time. <laughs> right. Ugh. I know, sad. I'm I get so glad I live in a place where it's very legal. I get, I get depressed when my weed stash starts running right. low. <laughs> like, if I had no weed, oof. Do you want to guess who the very first person was who was? I guess, caught and prosecuted under the Marijuana Act. <sighs> guess the age give, and demographic. Give, oh, that's an easy one. What is it? it? They were obviously younger, darker person. That, well, I don't I know. I feel like. I don't know what their race was, but they were 58 years old and they were a farmer. What? And his name was Samuel Caldwell. And he was arrested for selling marijuana on October 2nd, 1937, just one day after the pass, the act's passage. So then he was sentenced to four years of hard labor for selling cannabis. That's ridiculous. Also, one day after that legislation passed, somebody had an inside track on something. Either they already knew he was growing it and that bill was, like, gonna pass, or... They were just waiting for him? They were just waiting for him. Like, (laughs) I feel like there's some shenanigans that happened. I feel like that guy got royally screwed over. Poor guy. Maybe I should Google him. Samuel Colt. Ooh. And see We interrupt this episode to bring you research. (laughs) was white. Ooh. But yeah, he was a farmer and oh, he was fined a thousand dollars and four years of hard labor. Sorry. What a rip. That's a that's long that was time. man. In nineteen thirty eight a thousand dollars was a lot of money. Yeah. Uh he also died like a year after he was released. How much Ooh. is a thousand dollars? Well, that oh. one in USD in 1938. No, because, uh, oh no, you're right, 1937. Wow. What's, so, what's that equivalent of in today's dollars? Approximately $18,867.78. That is a hefty fine. That is a hefty fine, man. I don't have the 18 grand just lying around. <laughs> I don't feel like a lot of people do. I I don't know, man. That's a lot. That'd be terrible. Man, Samuel Cald- Caldwell, uh, if your spirit can hear me. I'm sorry, my dude. I'm so sorry. Unless you, you were an actual screwed. bad person, then I'm not sorry. <laughs> but I don't know anything about you, and I don't want to judge. So for that specific fact, that yes. sucks. Um... Sorry, speaking of putting things out into the universe, we're coming to the end of our episode. Can I give a shout-out to somebody? 
You can. All right. I would just like to shout out our boy, Matt, for just being an awesome dude. A genuinely good human being. Yeah. Uh, Matt came into the shop today, and it always makes my day when Matt shows up. So... Uh, I agree. Thank you, Matt. I was having a rough day today, and you made it better. Uh-huh. That's sweet. Yeah. Also, Tondra really miss you. <laughs> I don't, she's not listening to this, but... Tondra doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if Matt will, but if the odd chance that he is. Hi, Matt. Thanks for getting this far into the episode. <laughs> Sticking with us to the end. <laughs> right. You a true friend, my dude. Thanks. Man... <laughs> It's going to be so terrible if he cuts out halfway through this episode. (laughs) just never get to this point. Uh, Sorry, bud. We did shout you out, I promise. (laughs) Also, yeah. uh, I don't know. I just... I'm really sad that he's no longer working with us, but I'm really, really glad that he's doing what he does. Yeah. I don't want to say what he does in case whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's But, yes. I'm glad that he's doing good things. Anyways, um, do you want me to take us out on an interesting last fact of the show, I guess? last fact of the episode. Do you remember um, that commercial that was like, this is your brain on drugs, and then it showed like a sizzling egg? Yes. So that was an iconic 1987 commercial that was made by a partnership for a drug-free America. But actually, uh, the egg industry was actually real pissed about it. Oh, really? They were mad <laughs> that, because I get it, like, it makes sense. Showing this is your brain on drugs and a sizzling egg. Like, I get why they were mad. Man, would that really drive egg sales down that much? That you have to make a stink about it? I don't know if it would actually, like, because it's eggs, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. Man. Egg people, you need to calm down. Right. (laughs) Yeah, but that actually, apparently the guy who did it, I can't remember his name right now, but he, in more recent years, voted yes on legalizing marijuana in the United States. Wow. So he also thought that they were only going to show it for like a couple of months. Yeah. But they ended up airing it on TV for 14 years. Holy, that's a long commercial stretch. Yeah. 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 No wonder it's so iconic. Right? Everybody remembers it. And you know what? I think they were only a thing for like 20 years or something like that. So that's like the vast majority of the time that they were a... I guess a group yeah but wild yeah drugs aren't bad my dude <laughs> well at least cannabis anyways i oh. remember that commercial i really do <laughs> like i would see it like because people would like make fun of it all the yeah. time even on like snl and things like that too yeah i uh I just think it's really funny that the egg people got mad. Right? <laughs> I don't know specifically what mad means, but, like, they got mad something. Uh, somebody was feeling a little salty you... that day. <laughs> the thing is, nowadays, you could just, like, have it on social media that they're mad. Like, yeah. how do you do that in 1987? Ugh. I feel like that's a lot of magazines and news. 
newspapers. Yeah, stuff that we you're are putting upset. Out. I am I'll have to look into this. that later because I'm actually kind of interested in what happened there. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my after smoking activity. That's a fun activity. Going in a Google search. Yeah. I always like. I guess. Yeah. A rabbit hole down the Google like search. Like a Wikipedia hole. Oh Ugh. my god. You know what? One time we should play that uh, Wikipedia game where you start Seven from one degrees. thing and then uh, get to another Yeah, topic. I think it's called like Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever, and you have oh, to try to get to Kevin that's Bacon a different in thing. Seven Clicks. That's a different thing. I thought it was, uh, if you think of any celebrity, that they're within a certain amount. <sighs> oh, like you're trying to figure out how far away a certain somebody yeah. is from somebody else? Yes. Oh, but that's that about would be Kevin fun. Bacon. The whole idea is that they're within a certain amount of yeah. celebrities away that they've worked with. Interesting. We should uh, we should pick a couple of celebrities. <clears throat> maybe try to see what. Do it on podcast. See what's up. We'll have to. Maybe that'll be next time. Yeah. I feel like that's a fun and less educational. Yeah. It'll be zany. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like our podcast has been recently more educational driven which i don't think is a bad thing i just want to make sure everyone's on the same foot coming out of the gate you we're know we're all enjoying ourselves right yeah i think that i do interesting facts is, are fun yeah and i do generally enjoy doing the podcast with you so oh, that's uh, at nice. least i'm having fun hey ben did you know that cats have 32 muscles in each ear what do you know where I learned that? Where did you learn that? A double bubble wrapper from when I was like five. <laughs> and that has never left my head. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I love that you remember that. It has literally <laughs> never left my head. I have no room for other important information besides the fact that cats have 32 muscles in each ear. I mean, very important information. It's... Cats are fucking... Adorable, great creatures. Do you have any words of affirmation for all of our buds out there? Um, all of our Marys and all of our James. Why do I always have to think of the Marys and James? (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Just trying to be inclusive, you know, and funny. A little bit of both. I just feel like you're. Very genuine and inspirational with your words of affirmation. They call me wise for a reason. Oh, damn. Ah, Uh, damn. Okay, so here's my part of information. Try to learn something new every single day. Never stop learning, because once you do, life ends up being boring. You would say that. You're a teacher. (laughs) Or you're gonna be a teacher. (laughs) I also just think it's really fun to learn something, even if it's not like like typical educational yeah if you want to learn something about freaking Yu-Gi-Oh cards or like whatever you know it be. football whatever it doesn't matter what it is cats you can do it but just try to learn something new every day I am all for the pursuit of knowledge yeah don't be afraid to ask for help either if you need help learning those things Yes, there is somebody out there who knows stuff. Yes. And they're probably not that far away from And honestly, they're probably willing to talk. Because, you know, some people get so excited over their stuff that they just talk, talk, talk. When Alex talks about music. Yes. And I'm like, yes, honey. I completely understand all the words coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll leave off on a little bit of advice. Okay. 
something that you could implement in your own weed circle. Um, but just remember that it is 100% okay to just take a quick 10. Oh, yeah. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I'll, I like to reiterate it because I think it is... I think it's valid. Yeah, I think it's Take a 10-minute break. And I feel like not just <coughs> cannabis smoking either. Yeah, that could so, be everyday life, too. Sometimes you just need a break. Quick and 10. A quick 10 uh, is a good way to just reset. Does that mean you want to take a quick 10 right now? I think I'm going to take a quick 10 right after this podcast ends. No problem. (laughs) We will see you guys next time on the next episode. Is that what they are? Yeah, episodes. Episode of The Weed Circle. Yeah. Take her easy. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying The Weed Circle, make sure to follow us on Instagram at come to the weed circle. We also have a TikTok at the weed circle you can send us an email to buy stoners for stoners at gmail.com